This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit mortarboxmedia.com. Welcome once again to Chill Filtered, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should. Hey, it's our 100th episode, and we're celebrating by drinking a big deal whiskey, which I would consider a big deal whiskey. We're drinking today uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof Batch 8, and that's from 2019, 129.3 proof. Uh, it's going to be a little special episode today. We're not going to go into the history. We're going to talk about you know a little bit of the podcast and fun events from the uh, last year, or even just the podcast in general. Uh, before we do any of that stuff, maybe here's a way that you could support us. I don't love talking about patreon.com slash chillfiltered, but I will today. We're in a hundredth episode today, and we've done... Like, at this point, when this is released, we have done exactly 100 episodes, which makes sense. I mean, that's the progression of things there. Uh, but if you want to keep, if you want us to keep going to 200, maybe you should support us on patreon.com slash chillfiltered, uh, just so you can support us. You know, we're going to continue this. We're going to have fun with it, and we are having fun with it. Uh, but if you support us on Patreon, we'll know we're doing something right. So, and there's tiers. You can do $3 a month or $5 a month or $10 a month uh, and and so on. And we'll give you goodies too. It's not just uh, support us for the sake of supporting us. Like you get, you get a cut. So, um, but that's the business. Uh, hit us up on Instagram as well. Uh, and maybe even comment on some things and, and like things and even subscribe to our podcast. Some great ways now that is the business. Now let's get to the podcast. Robbie, how's it been? It's been good, man. It's a uh, in Boise. We've had some rainy day. Like today was super rainy, and oh. uh, it was one of. The, but it's good because we had a lot of a lot of warm weather. So I was I like rainy weather. I would have a uh, um, Chelsea was no is not a fan of rainy weather. And my mm. first pick for where we would have lived would have been Seattle, followed by Portland. Uh-huh. Um, she couldn't handle it. She was like, nope, I need sun. So anyway, I like the rain. So it was a rainy day today. Got to cuddle the girls a little bit extra and play with the nice. dogs in the house and stuff. So yeah, um, I w- it, rain just makes you a little less motivated. Maybe that, maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe that's why I like the rain. But uh, <laughs> it did stink though because I was going to smoke a chicken today and I don't have a covered patio. So I did like, I don't want the uh, the electrical components of the smoker to get yeah. wet. So I didn't do that. So that was a bummer. But hey, I'm going to have a good chicken tomorrow. And, uh, no, it's been a good week. Got a lot done around the house and, um, family was in town. So we got, the cousins all got to play together a lot and we celebrated some birthdays with them. And so, yeah, it's been a good week. So yeah. How's your week been, Cole? Well, well, first of all, when's, uh, when's school out for you? So we are out, I think June 2nd's our last day, but, uh, we have, um, since we're doing like the distance learning, we only have two more weeks worth of work we're providing okay. for now with like, then like a bigger packet that'll kind of take kids into the summer. So that'd be hard, man. So if I were a kid being a kid for that, you know, it's kind of split. I think the social aspect is really hard for kids. Like, mm-hmm. um, especially like Amara is at that age where friends are becoming a bigger deal and yeah. she's missing them a lot. So it's been kind of nice cause she'll get on like some of the like seesaws, like a, 
school-based social networking kind of show what you're okay. doing things. So she gets on that and that kind of, you know, scratches that itch. But it's, uh, but I've also had a lot of students that are like, you know what? I'd rather not see your face, Mr. Dello, and I'll just do your packet and be done with it. And they're happy with yeah. that. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of a mix. I think most kids are doing okay with it. I think the social aspect is tricky for them. So for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's tricky for me, man. Seriously. What's well, been it. nice. Like, like, the, like we did two weeks where it was just packets and like, we didn't really have any contact. And mm-hmm. then, um, we opened it up to where we did like instruction online. And so as soon as I got to see the kids faces and like talk to them and actually interact and teach, then it got to be like, oh, this is kind of normal. So it's been for the last couple of weeks, it's been normal for me almost. Um, I'm kind of a homebody anyway. I like to stay at the house. I like to do projects mm-hmm. around the house. So that's my kind of thing. So it hasn't been too bad for me, but yeah, definitely do miss patios and meeting friends and stuff like that. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, how's your week been? How's your week been, Cole? It's been good. Uh, yeah, this weekend we did a <laughs> Zoom. Yeah, we did a Zoom uh, hangout uh, with, uh, what do you call it, uh, Jackbox. You played Jackbox, right? Yeah, we played Jackbox. Yeah, and so we did that. That was super fun. Uh, work's been good. Um, yeah, we're getting new hires uh, for the department and interns in like a few weeks. It's crazy. Man. Um that's going to be an just, interesting time to become an intern and or a new hire. Like that's a, <laughs> yeah, interesting and, time and to do something like that. In a way, some of them are lucky because a lot of actuarial companies are like getting rid of their interns, like saying, sorry, it's not going to work out this year. Yeah. Uh, even after they like hired them on for the summer, uh, which would stink. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was even, I was helping two guys and with their interview process uh, for full-time positions. And we just like right when everything threw down, we had a hiring freeze, and I was like, "Sorry, guys!" Like I felt terrible. Yeah. Um, but uh, right before this, uh, Heather and I were doing a Disney trivia uh, through the HOA, uh, through like Zoom and stuff like that, and I got I, super competitive. Like I'm, I don't know <laughs> the answers, but I get behind Heather, and I'm like, "Yeah." Come on! Like, and I was like really getting sweep into the it. leg, like, Heather. Sweep the leg. Put him in a body bag. Exactly. <laughs> Put him in a body bag. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was Disney, and uh, and then uh, so yeah, my peppers are doing great. Um, I've been doing a lot of jewelry, which has been great. Um, yeah, I just I probably get a sale every other day, and uh, nice. And usually that just means a little extra income for me on the side, so grateful for that and then yeah, that's awesome yeah and so I'm can i tell you i've been uh-huh i can tell you a funny story about or i think it's funny and it's also kind of Please. embarrassing so we were playing jackbox with chelsea's family and all the kids were playing and uh like one of her aunts went for like potty poop fart humor and uh-huh. so mar's like oh we're we're using potty talk so uh-huh. <laughs> And it's all, it's like, you know, the Zoom thing. So everybody can hear everything they're saying. And uh, Chelsea and I are trying to wrangle the twins because we're not really playing. So we're like, Amara, you just play whatever. And Amara shouts out loud, Mom, Dad, how do you spell scrotum? And we were like, what? <laughs> because she's like, we're using potty talk. So she went, it's like, that's where she went. So anyway, that Wait. cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's terrible. So but that's funny, and oh, yeah, that's so the funny. that's the thing where everyone's like, "Oh my goodness!" Lots well, of things like 
I like Chelsea. Chelsea's a you know nurse practitioner, and I teach. Yeah, and I I also have to teach like you know sex ed type stuff, and oh, so it's like sure. I like we're like very open. Like we'll talk about everything anatomically, or whatever, and you know make dumb jokes, and um. So Mara's like, oh, whatever. Let's just go with this. And <laughs> the rest of the family is a good like, word. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Next time uh, you play Heather that box, I, remember with, how to spell scrotum. Yeah, that's. I mean, I usually get that in at least once a Jackbox. <laughs> um, wow, that sounds very double entendre. <laughs> Which apparently, yeah, Jason Preston hit us up last week, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm listening to this episode, like the." Uh, uh silverback episode he's like yeah there's a lot of double entendres here <laughs> I was like, yeah, i'm sorry uh, i didn't even I'm mean getting it. woody yeah oh cool but um man. oh man i had a great thought but i lost it oh, um, but uh oh yeah i've been like uh into small like projects i did get on the sourdough train and I've made mm. quite a few good loaves of sourdough. Um, you know what's one of my favorite, uh, like, comeback phrases or, like, retorts that's, like, kind of dad jokey, but also, like, pretty funny? Okay, what's uh, that? Is, so that's what they're calling it lately, <laughs> is one of my favorites. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and I'm thinking, I just got into sourdough really hard. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, so that's what they're calling it these days. Um, anyway... I'm almost, uh, what's the word, embracing my uh, lack of understanding what I'm saying lately. <laughs> no, maybe not. But uh, oh, I th- you just, that's one of the best parts of the show. Like you just gotta let it, you just stream a thought, man. Yeah, just embrace it. Yeah, and you know, and like that's one thing Adam was really good at is being like, "Whoa, yeah. that's awkward." I I, yeah. I try to hold myself back a little bit, but it's not always easy. No, no, so. you gotta you gotta bring it out sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I I can laugh at myself, and and I'm surprised when I say these things. I'm like, oh, I could see how that could be taken that way. <laughs> so well, the other thing too is like, Amara will listen to this podcast sometimes, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, and she's like, I used to make a lot of ball jokes, obviously, and like now she gets she's like, oh, I get what you're trying to say, Dad. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't say stuff like that as much anymore. Oh, uh-huh. so yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, so in today's episode, we're going to talk about a little bit about, um, kind of what some of our favorite moments and memories from the last, uh, year and, uh, some of that kind of stuff. And then we're going to drink Curly H. Taylor barrel proof, uh, batch eight, 2019. Um, boy, anything else on your mind before we, we get into favorite memories and stuff like that? No, man, I think I'm, I'm ready for a break and I'm ready to talk some show history, and then drink some delicious booze. Hey, listeners of Chill Filtered. A familiar voice here. It's me, Adam, one of the founders of this here podcast that you're listening to, and I hope you're still enjoying it. 
you know, I left the show back in December because of some health stuff. And I just wanted to check in here at the uh, 100 episode. First of all, I want to say uh, congrats to Chill Filtered and to Cole and Robbie for hitting episode number 100. That's a big feat. And uh, you guys have been at this for a long time, doing a great job. And I am still proud to be a part of it on the uh, behind-the-scenes the side. Uh, but I also wanted to update listeners about my health really quick on this monumental occasion of episode 100. I am doing great uh, to date since uh, since about December 20th or so. I've lost about 85 pounds. My blood comes back showing that I have the blood of someone who's not diabetic. And uh, I am healthier than I have ever been. I have more energy, and I'm I'm happier than I've ever been. I, I my mental health is way better, and uh, have not ha- had a, a bout of depression the entire time, and um, it's just been awesome. I uh, have n- I've had nothing to drink except for water since December sixteenth, and um, that's getting kind of boring. I, I committed to a full year of of nothing but water, uh, so uh, that's that comes up December 16th, 2020. I set some goals that I wanted to hit uh, through this year and um, we'll celebrate hitting those goals with an ounce or two of whiskey. And But I can't, I, I've hit most of those goals, honestly. Uh, I can't celebrate them yet. So come December 16th, I will have a few ounces um, to celebrate with that I will probably space out over some time. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to check in with you guys. Uh, I know they've been doing ads here. And uh, I decided this was my my best time to be able to cut in, say hi, say that I hope you're well in these crazy coronavirus times, and uh, say to Robbie and Cole, congrats on 100. Back to you guys. All right, we're back with chill filtered so wanted to talk about some of our favorite moments along the way of the past 100 episodes or i guess past 99 episodes if you're being um number real here so um one of mine (laughs) that i thought of um (laughs) i don't know what i'm saying sometimes uh one of the ones that i thought of for the last year that i just like looked back and i was like that was a moment uh, and an episode was the the episode that we got um, Colonel E. H. Taylor Amaranth, Grain of the Gods, mm. on, and uh, basically we are on terms with Buffalo Trace Distillery to be able to get certain um, bottles when they're released, media released at least. Um, and so I got it, and I hid it from Adam, and I didn't tell. I think I told you, Robbie. Yeah, I think I told you. Yes. Yeah, and you, I was you like, couldn't I'm gonna get yourself. I had to tell somebody. Yeah, I had to tell someone. You were the first person, and uh, and I wanted to surprise Adam with it. And Adam was stoked, like absolutely thrilled that we were able to pull that one off. And I am a huge Colonel H. Taylor fan, and to be able to be um, sent stuff from a distillery, which we have a few times for sure, um, was just huge for us. And then we tried it; it was delicious. Um. And I just remember, yeah, just being so proud of myself and, and yeah, proud of us as a podcast. Well, I remember too. that was, uh, uh-huh. and that was, that was kind of an episode where you guys were in a lull. I remember 
Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like um, emotionally, you guys were just both kind of not hitting it on all cylinders. And I just remember Adam being so excited when you guys had that one and like, just be like, Oh, this is great. I, I, I'm back, baby. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was a good episode. Yeah. That was like, I want to say episode like 63 or something. I'm looking at the list now and it was episode, uh, 61. And it was a it was a super fun one. So if anyone ever wants to look back, if they haven't heard that one yet, that was kind of a, a game changer episode, uh, one of my favorites. And I just like I said, I'm a huge Colonel E.H. Taylor fan, so that was one I wanted to call out. Um, speaking what of about you, Robbie, well, What's I, that? I just kind of, I give a little more background. So you guys have done E.H.T. a lot on the show, so. We don't, We've done, yeah. Cole's, Cole's like, we're not necessarily going to get into a lot of history episodes. Like, let's talk about history of the show. You know, 100th episode. Um, but one of the episodes, and it's similar to one, the reason you have for the last one, is one of my favorites was when you guys did the Lot 40 cask. Um, Ooh, similarly, yeah. you got that. You hit it from Adam. And I remember you texting me, and you were like, dude, I finally got it. And that was one that he really looked forward to drinking in general. Um, so it was kind of fun because I was like, dude, Adam, can you like live stream this or something? So he was on Instagram uh-huh. live and uh, just watching his reaction when you're like, it's lot 40. He's like, what? You know, so that was a fun one. It's like one of those ones where he kind of called it like, hey, this is something I really want to be able to do and pulled it out and got the bottle and, or yeah, you got the bottle, didn't you? You didn't just get samples. You got the bottle, right? No, I got a full bottle. Yeah. The full bottle. Yeah. So that was kind of a fun one. It was just, a, he was super excited and it was just, it was fun to kind of share and and that happening. So that was one of my favorite episodes as a listener for sure. Oh, that's great. So another one that came to my mind, um, was the best whiskey we drank in the past 50 episodes. Um, and that was in my opinion, at least, um, was the Buffalo trace single Oak project barrel 16. Okay. Holy cow. Fruit roll ups and just candy like fruit candy deliciousness that never got bad. Mm-hmm. Like you could add water to it. It was good. You could add ice to it. It was good. You could drink it just straight and it was fantastic. I, especially in terms of like, there was moments in the podcast where um, I, you know, there was funny things and like just camaraderie and that kind of stuff. But th- talk about whiskey. This was a killer whiskey. Mm-hmm. So uh, listeners, if you, Wanted to try it out. Hit, I mean, look for. Uh, you, I mean, there are 192 bottles or barrels of the Single Oak Project, but Barrel 16. If you could find it, my goodness, honestly, yeah. top 10 I've ever had, probably top five I've ever had. Uh, it was phenomenal, and I I can't imagine how good the Barrel 80 is going to be when they re-release that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was it one was of my like- favorites of the past year. That was and that an was episode ninety one or no I'm sorry ninety three. What were you saying, Robbie? Yeah, um, and then uh, that the, the re- releasing the barrel eighty in twenty twenty two, twenty twenty five. I want to say twenty twenty five. Okay, yeah. No, if that was amazing. Was he? It was a fun show for sure. I remember that one. Hey, I'm on a show that made the list. That's great. Yeah. Um. All right. So my second favorite one uh, episode we did it was actually the last one we did Silverback. I uh. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a fun episode. I feel like it was a pleasant surprise. You know, the whiskey itself um, was really good, uh, better than I thought it would have been as well. Um, some of what you're saying, it was good in all three phases of the tastings, and really enjoyed it. Plus, you know, we got some good feedback and some uh, from the distillery itself, which was a lot of fun. And 
So that was kind of fun. It was, it was just kind of, I think we had a good time with that episode. So I really look for, look at that one. Like that's kind of, for me, kind of sets the bar of where I want episodes to be. I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm drinking a good whiskey. Hopefully people are enjoying it too. We got a lot of feedback too from people who are like, oh man, like, like I've seen this or I wish I would have gotten this because I didn't know it was there. So yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, another one that comes to mind for me was episode 55. Do you remember that one? Uh don't what what whiskey it was, was it? Rogue Dead Guy whiskey. Hey, and, uh, I do remember that one. Yeah, this was in the middle of Adam and me co-hosting, but you were a guest co-host, Robbie, and mm-hmm. uh, I just thought it was so much fun doing that. Like it was like, and the funny thing, I, I remember the quote, Robbie. How much do you think we pour <laughs> per episode? Because <laughs> you poured like three fingers. <laughs> and, I mean, they were like skinnier. I think they were skinnier glasses or something like that. But it was like, like three or four times what we normally pour. And I was yeah. like, huh. I guess like most of our listeners have no idea how little normally even I pour. Um, but uh, I I do look forward actually this summer, some point going out to Boise, and we can record a few more episodes. Uh, together in person because that was just i just felt like that was, was just fun to be with you I, and yeah, I, to talk about rogue i look forward to recording in the same room and not sharing a mic like yeah yeah for sure <laughs> i think you enjoyed that episode because we got to be kind of close you know i enjoyed it because we got to be close we shared a mic we were like four inches from each other so we shared more than a mic we shared a moment <laughs> No, yeah. that was actually a lot. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I think uh, for my last episode uh, of my top three favorite episodes was Eagle Rare 17. Oh. Um, that was a big one for me. I know that was a big one for you in general, Cole, because that's, that's your jam. That's your favorite whiskey. Yeah. Um, most nostalgic for you. But for me, that was uh, it was right around the time before my dad passed. And I uh, that's right. emailed you. I texted you guys and I was like, "Hey, like, I my I know my dad's gonna go here within a week or two. Um, could just use a drink with some friends." And I was like, "What are you guys gonna drink?" And you said, "You were a seventeen. I'm like, "Well, never mind." And you're like, "Nope, I got you, Rob." And had the courier make a a quick turnaround and get out here. Yeah. And, um, I got to share that with you guys. So that one in my mind is a it, it uh that's the other thing I really love about the podcast is you're drinking with buddies. You know, like that's how I always felt. You know, I, I know I, I'm buddy. I was a buddy with you before you started the podcast, but in general, it's like, uh, through the podcast, I've been able to like, I feel like I have friends. So hopefully listeners, you feel the same way. Um, you know, you feel like you're hanging out with a couple of friends. So that was one of my favorites. And you know, I got to stop moose. Moose. Quit on, dude. So Chelsea's out at, she's out grocery shopping. The girls are down. So mm-hmm. I got both the dogs in here. So they don't bark. Moose is being a punk. He's been farting loudly. He's been <laughs> chewing on things, and he is growling after he farts every time. So if you hear little yeah. toots and growls, it's not me. It's Moose. Just folks. enjoy Sorry the show. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, you feel like you're hanging out at your friend's house where he has to yell at his dog every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so one. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. You know, you got it, man. So another episode that I I just want to give a shout out to this guy, Caleb Olson at the Bourbon Badger. Did a full episode with his friend James. Uh, that was episode fifty-four, and it was Old Forester nineteen ten. I just, I, you know, it wasn't us. Um, you know, people. I wouldn't say everyone was coming in to um, expect uh, a guest episode like that. But I felt I, I hit up Caleb right after I listened to it. 
um, personally. And I was like, Caleb, like you're the man. Like, thank you so much for doing that. Mm-hmm. It was actually like really good. Uh, he even did the uh, what do you call it? The uh, um, uh, Thanos snap your fingers whiskey. Like he did kind of almost like <laughs> a what whiskey would you choose there? Um, and and speaking of which, I am grateful that since episode eighty one, we've been doing a what whiskey would you choose. Uh, because it is kind of fun and it's super interactive with the people on Instagram and uh, I love hearing people's opinions and even just getting uh, people's insight of, you know, in this situation, what whiskey would you choose? Uh, so I'm, we're definitely going to keep that up. And, and listeners, if there's like some other segment you think might be good, hit us up. Maybe we'll add it. So, but yeah, I wanted to give a huge shout out to Caleb. And while I'm giving shout outs, actually, uh, I'll give another shout out to Jason Preston, who is the support porter or the sponsor of this uh grand episode because he sent us the uh e.h taylor barrel proof batch eight so that's what we're drinking today did i hear so, you pour i did i'm trying to i'm i can't wait sorry <laughs> you mentioned I'm, it in my I'm down a to bit. open it up <laughs> so is there, i guess on this bottle is there anything you want to mention specifically about it yeah so uh i think it was 2012 2012 or 2013 or so, uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor, the line, uh, started releasing uh, barrel proofs. And usually Colonel E.H. Taylor is about seven to eight years old. Excuse me. That was quite the hiccup. Um, And (laughs) so in comparison, you could look at George T. Stagg. It also is barrel proof. It also is batch number, or yeah, mash bill number one. But I think entry proof and age are different and i might be wrong about entry proof but uh stag is like 15 years old so it's almost twice that um and so but yeah what you're getting here is something very bold and this is and usually stag at least the past few years stag has not been the same even as high a proof as eh taylor barrel proof the eh taylor barrel proof we're drinking today batch eight is 129.3 proof I want to say George T. Stagg from last year was uh, 116.9. I think I'm off by a little bit if I'm off. And and so, yeah, it's younger, but it's stronger uh, in the proofage. So uh, Colonel E.H. Taylor, the man, uh, was a Kentuckian who was kind of famous for really pushing forward the Bottled and Bond Act in the turn of the 1900s. Uh, and if you want to listen to some of those episodes, you can listen to any of our Colonel H. Taylor episodes, including Small Batch and Single Barrel, where we're one episode. Uh, there is the Amaranth Grain of the Gods, there's Four Grain, there is Cured Oak, and there is the Straight Rye. So I think that's six episodes right there of Colonel H. Taylor. So you can go back and listen to those. Today we're just drinking, uh, talking about the podcast in general. Um, but yeah, that's what we're drinking today. You can get some hot ones on... Uh, on the releases one through eight uh our good friend jason was able to score the whole collection recently complete his collection at least um because he was wasn't able to find batch one for a while but i'm happy to hear that he has taken care of uh solidifying a batch one to complete his full collection nice so cheers to you jason yeah but i'm gonna pour it i mean we could still talk about fun episodes but yeah i'm gonna pour so cool. Have you uh, have you ha- you haven't had this before, have you? Not this batch. Okay. Well, this in particular, I think this is your kind of bourbon, man. This it's like the nose. 
I'm getting lots of uh, lots of apples, and then get like a buttery toffee on it as well. Um, you know, I'm, I've kind of been letting it warm in my palm a little bit, and it's changing just a little bit, but it's it's pretty pretty bourbony and pretty awesome. Not a lot of vapor, but there's definitely you can tell it's a higher proof for sure. So, I these days I think I can call out uh, Mashville number one just by smelling it. Um. It's just, it's always happily. I haven't even put my nose to it yet. I'm kind of blocking my nose in a little bit uh, or in a little way um, because I don't want to take it in yet. Um, but yeah, let's, let's go for a sniff. Wow. It's definitely, it's okay. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Like caramel apples. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely got a sweetness to it for sure. Or candy apples. Like those red, you know, that like red candy stuff ones. It's good. The red candy stuff, caramel apples? You know, the, the not stuff, like the, the red apples, you know, like you can get them at fairs and stuff. Not just like okay. caramel apples, but like candy apples. Gotcha. We're, yeah, the, okay. Yeah, no, it's yeah. definitely super sweet, apple It's not too potent. Soup. I mean, it's almost 130 proof, but I am not noticing on the nose at least. Um, I love it. It's fantastic smell. Um, yeah, very appley, baking apples. Uh, a little bit of Granny Smith as well, um, like a tartness, but it's so smooth. And it's not. This is you know, before you you go, Robbie. There, there's there's two ways you can go with Mashmill Number One. There's the Eagle Rare, low lower proof, or even a Buffalo Trace, or even. Uh, Eagle Rare 17, lower proof, where you get this rich caramel, really nice, like, baked apples. But when you go a little higher proof, you can sometimes get, like, baked apples. But sometimes you can get that, like, tartness as well, which is very mm. pleasant. So so go ahead, Robbie. What do you think? Um, It's good. Uh, there's So I got a little bit of bitterness at first, and then it went away, and it was just that sweet. It was definitely apple on the palate. But uh, the heat, oh, my gosh, it's got perfect heat. It, uh... The, my mouth is just warmed from it for like the last 30, 40 seconds. Like it's got the, mm-hmm. the heat on it. Does, it. It doesn't like, I'm not getting like a coughing heat from it. It's really mellow in that sense for his, the proofage on it, but it just linger. The heat lingers in my mouth and I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. This gone, is, if, if any whiskey were to linger heat uh, without being unpleasant, it would be this one. Um, I mean, I'm warm inside and I don't yes. like, I, I feel like I'm about to start sweating. It's, it brought so much warmth <laughs> to my mouth and, and like just, you know, taking a sip. Um, and I took a small sip and it was like, it was like fire in, in a good way. Like in, in a, in a warming way rather than a burn your mouth way. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for another sip before I mention any <clears throat> notes. Okay. Um, it's also it's just it's got a real pretty color to it. It's a mm-hmm. a lighter amber, maybe like a, a a dark honey kind of a color to it. But yeah, this is delicious. So, hmm, the first thing I notice when I sip it is definitely the warmth. Um, the front of the palate is not super flavorful um but then it like swarms like it's like all right we're coming in you know like like first (laughs) first moment when you sip and i think you mentioned this a little bit 
um, is, yeah, when it's like, okay, I feel the warmth, but I don't feel the flavor. And then it's like, here comes the flavor. Um, like Guy Fieri, welcome to Flavortown, you know? <laughs> and, um, and yeah, I, it is, the viscosity is definitely notable. Uh, it turns to like, you know, when you, you ever like pour honey in your mouth? <laughs> Every moment I get a chance to. Yeah, I pretty much just... do as well. <laughs> no, but uh, I've never poured it in my mouth. Like I'll take honey off a spoon like a normal person, Cole. But okay, cool. cool, cool, cool I'm not. Cool. I'm not Pooh Bear over here. Jeez. You're like, you're like I'm not some sociopath. Um. <laughs> uh, we got to start compiling a list. I love talking. Like, that's one of my other favorite re- retort phrases is like, I'm not a sociopath. Like, if you say <laughs> something like, like, someone's like, I don't sleep with my socks on. I'm not a sociopath. Like, someone said that at work the other day. And I thought that was hilarious. Um, but so if you were to like spoon some honey. Um, <laughs> like a normal person. Like a normal person, of course. Uh, then you, you know how it like thins out a little bit? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, kind of okay. how it felt when I, I sipped see what this. You're I'm getting um, it. This is potent. I have a really good feeling this will taste great with a little bit of water. This might even improve with a little bit of water. Note wise, honey, buttery, um, and warm with uh, yeah. with just the neat pour. No, I agree. So I dropped some water, and I'm getting mm-hmm. uh. It's nice. It's definitely changed it a little bit uh, more apple-y than um, like the, kind of that toffee and butter I was getting before. Mm. Um, yeah. So you got to hurry here, Cole, because I just want to keep drinking this thing. So Ooh, Got the cough a little bit. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, the nose, I think, improved. It's more caramely now. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little more potent on the alcohol vapors. Um, but it's good. I mean, I love it so far. Yeah. So the vapors definitely come out a little bit more. I just took a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, almost got to a cough on it cause it, like the vapors, nice. I think were a little more pronounced on it. Um, but the mouthfeel I think is improved. Um, didn't get that mm-hmm. bitterness right off the bat. It was just straight to the sweet, straight to the toffee. Um, mm-hmm. very appley on it. So, yeah. What this is a special occasion whiskey for me. Oh, yeah. So this year I did snag myself a bottle of batch number seven, um, which was the 2018 release. And I haven't opened it yet. I'm looking forward to one day opening it. But that might even be one of those like hold on to it for years and years ones before I open it. But I assure you I'm going to open that bottle. There's no way I'm trading that. Um, Yeah, it's good. Very good. Um, but yeah, I, I do like it a little more with a few drops of water in it. Same kind of notes. You're right. Toffee shows up a little bit. Still very warm. Like if you want to, if you want a whiskey that'll like cause you to like, just start perspirating. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is the one. If you want a whiskey that you can sweat out of your system almost immediately. Or perspiring. Is it perspiring? <laughs> I think it's perspiring perspiring i'm about to perspirate you in the face <laughs> what are you some sort of sociopath <laughs> yeah i don't pronounce perspiring as perspirating 
<laughs> All right, I'm going to pull myself out. What? <laughs> did I catch Speaking it? Which, you, <laughs> you got it. I'm a, did you intend I'm to say gonna, that? I did intend to say that because that was one of oh, my okay. favorite moments. <laughs> and you actually responded. Wait. <laughs> um, no, I said, what did I say? Oh, I'm, pulling, that was I'm the, pulling myself out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with, for the record, listeners, I meant I'm pulling that off right now too. And I said, <laughs> I'm pulling. Yeah, I'm pulling my. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> listeners, you don't. I don't remember what episode that was. I don't um, either. But it was probably in the sixty range. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I I put some ice in my cube. Nice. No, I put some ice in my whiskey. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I said I put Your ice in my cube. Your bus driver dropped that cube. I dropped my cube, so. <laughs> um. Yeah, Apple's just got even more pronounced, so it's super apple with the cube. Um, It's colder. I don't think we mentioned that really? enough when we dropped the cube. Yeah, the whiskey, yeah, it, it got, got colder. colder. <laughs> That's gonna be my new note. Like my, it's colder. It's changed the, the temperature of the, is of the strangely whiskey. colder. <laughs> but not just the whiskey; it's also a little bit the glass. I don't. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, you remember? Do you remember? Uh, what was that movie? Baseball movie. Kid breaks his arm. They fix it, but he comes back and he's like, got, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, what, what is that? Uh, Major oh, League? Remember. No. No, um, no, that wasn't it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I remember what it was, and he like was throwing into the uh, mattress. I don't remember, that, but, the, but the, like the, he's he's uh, in the stands, and they hit a home like the opposing team hits a home run, and like he catches it, and everyone's like throw it back, and he like throws it back to the catch, like the pitcher, the catcher. And oh, like, that's oh, right. And then the Cubs sign him, but uh, uh-huh. there's the the manager is the tall skinny guy from uh, Home Alone, and he's like. So, you know, some people say you need heat, or some people say you need ice. The key is you heat the ice. And for some reason, that always comes out whenever you use ice. So, oh, anyway. that's funny. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm going to go for a drink here. Yeah, while you do that, I'm going to talk about the nose. Went for it. Um, Very pleasant. Uh, Sweet, not as caramely. Definitely more apples, but like fresh apples, not baking apples. Like almost like, um, you know, a fresh. Almost cold, golden delicious is the note I'm getting off the nose. Um, yeah, but not as caramely. Very notably, not as caramely. Oh, but man. what do you think? Uh, this is my favorite of the pours yet. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Same. Like, really good. It's almost, uh, if you added some carbonation to this, this would be like drinking like a high-proof uh, alcoholic cider. Like It's just straight apples, um, mm. some caramel in there. But it is delicious. It's yeah. oh my gosh, yeah, my favorite by far. This is like really good. Yeah, no, I, this is my favorite as well. Which I hate to say, but you know, these days I'm very open to the idea that a iced whiskey can be better than a neat whiskey. Um, but I'm a little ashamed to say it because this is a very special bottle. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, this is uh. Let me go for some more notes. There was a tiny bit of bitterness at the end. Tiny bit. Okay. No, no, like just barely. Uh, But it was very fruity uh, at the front of the palate. And as opposed to the neat pour, where at the very front of the palate, there was like just warmth. 
this has a lot more, <clears throat> excuse me, fruitiness. Yeah, so I didn't get any, I'm getting like zero bitterness. For me, it's just straight sweet, like mm. sweet from beginning to end. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Just, I mean, apples. Mm. But that's like one of my favorite notes ever. Mm-hmm. Um, my glands, Super like my sweet. salivation glands are just like going nuts. Because there is some, when you get some high proof whiskey, it, they set them off. And I feel like I'm swallowing like a lot <laughs> because oh crap, um, because um, I feel <laughs> so yeah. So but it's good. I it's no, it's fantastic. Typically, um, after like the first two episodes, I was I've listened to myself. I'm like, I don't finish my samples like I l- want to, but I don't because then I kind of find myself, uh, mo- I don't like when I read what. Whiskey World News, I kind of stumble through it a little bit more. It's harder. I feel like I maybe slur a little bit. Um, <laughs> so it might be one of those days because that was delicious and I couldn't help myself. I had to finish that. That was by far my You finished the whole sample bottle? I did. Yeah. I poured it. Nice. Pour yeah. So I had to, like, even I had a little bit left from the water pour and I poured that in with the ice because ice wise, I mean, that's one of the first times I can think of where it just takes the cake. That mm. was amazing. So. Which it sort of makes sense, um, you know. These every whiskey was barrel proof at one point before they cut it, if they'd cut it. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes cutting it makes it better. Uh, and with ice, it dilutes it a little for sure, um, but maybe it brings it down to that perfect proof. So um, I would recommend trying this out with a little bit of water first before you and the water. Definitely, if you like water more than the neat, maybe try it with some ice after that. Uh, but if you find that you don't like the water like drops as much as the uh, neat pour, maybe stop there. That would well, be my you know, advice. Not as, so. I'm going to give you different advice. Do definitely it. drink it neat. What with water wasn't I was I think I preferred neat to water, mm, um, but no I feel like ice wise it really. It was, that's where it showed, like, just shine for me. Shone, shone, shine. Shined. It was amazing. It, <laughs> it's like drinking it did. <laughs> but yeah, so I would say you got to try it with ice, which is hard. It is tricky because this is a nicer bottle. And with a nicer bottle, like, even like if I had this bottle myself, I still probably wouldn't drink it with ice. I'd probably go neat just because I feel like that's kind of what you have to do with a nicer bottle. That's a me thing. Um, but, uh, it's so definitely I'm thinking, worth trying with the ice. Yeah. So I'm thinking you just drank a over two ounce pour of 130 proof whiskey. You might mm-hmm. slur on the Whiskey World News. I might. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I got a nice little smile on my face here. Yeah. Hey, that's what matters. So, um, yeah. You thought of a rating at all? Um, I think I know where I'm at. Mm. Uh-huh. And I think this is going to be too. a first ever, you know, okay, this is going to be a first ever for the show, which is appropriate because it's our 100th episode. I'm already like tripping on my words here. But I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a solid 100, Cole. You're going to give it a 100 out of 10? Oh, 100, for the 100th episode, you kind of have to, right? Ooh. No, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to give it a 9.1. I love uh, that. No, I'm going I'm to go 9, 9.2. 9-2. Okay, it cool. is really good. Um, 
Yeah, if I ever see this, this is this one like I would nab in a heartbeat if I could. It'd be one where the wife would get upset with me probably because I would pay the price um, and blow my bourbon budget for a few months. So it is amazing. So especially with ice, I've never been wild like that with an iced uh, whiskey. So yeah, I like it. It was good. 9.2 for me. What do you got, Cole? So so I have a question before I get into my rating. Okay. What do you think of this as a segment? Not a segment, but a part of our show. Okay. Um, where we rate the whiskeys? Where we ra- yeah, so we give it like it a is one to ten cool. scale. Um, <laughs> no, no. What about this? Like, what would you pay for a full bottle of this? No more, no less, or not no more? Yeah, not no less, just no more. <laughs> um, and I think that would be valuable. Maybe That's, we'll maybe it- we'll ask our listeners. Maybe we won't ask our listeners. Maybe we'll just do it. Um, maybe. <laughs> How much is the most you would spend on this bottle? Do you think that's valuable? I think it, it could be, but I think it's tricky. Cause, I mean, it's definitely, it varies person to person because your sure. whiskey budget is far greater than my whiskey budget, you know? Sometimes. So, Only when maybe, jewelry's but, killing it. Well, I don't know about that. You can look at your, <laughs> your, you can look at your whiskey cabinet Well, that's taken years for sure. Yeah. But uh, no, I think that's valuable. I think we give a good range there. So I, I don't know what what is the secondary market value of this right now. Uh, I want to say at least two hundred. I might be wrong. Yeah, I was thinking like I would probably pay at least two hundred. Is what I was thinking. So yeah, yeah, I might it's worth pay. It. It's um, good. I would happily pay one fifty for this. Happily, okay. like, and maybe that should be the thing. Like, where would we be? Like, all right, totally buying it's a stretch. at this point. Yeah. Um my rating before you even said it was very close. Mine's a 9.0. Uh because this whiskey is solid. It is um There was a word I had earlier that I can't I can't even remember, but this is this this is just uh a trench of swampy goodness. Um it is it is like <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's not. A, I mean, it's not a bright whiskey. It is dense. Uh, it is, it is. Uh, yeah, just solid. Um, it a is. I mean, it's got, swampy goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I stand by that. And uh, so I, I think it is. And even just the mouthfeel is very thick and strong and. Um, and I, yeah, but, but the thing that prevented me from going to like a 9.4 or higher, which is in the top range that I've ever done, um, it didn't have a kicker. This was fantastic, but it didn't have this like extra, like when I think of, uh, some of the top whiskeys we've had on the podcast, I think of like, yeah, uh, single oak project barrel 16, which was like fruity fruit roll-ups like just crazy that was the kicker it was a great whiskey and then that was the finisher and when i think of like uh a blanton straight from the barrel that uh um caleb olson sent us i think that was like a butterscotch mess like it was so good in the butterscotch (laughs) room and that was the kicker uh this one is great it is solid it is kind of everything you want in a barrel proof bourbon Uh, but it didn't have this like extra little something uh, so I but, still give it a nine range, 
Uh, but I'm going to give it a 9.0 because, it, I mean, it's good. It's really good. What are you laughing say, at? I thought you were going to say, it's everything you want out of a habitat for frogs and other reptiles. Yeah. A trench of swampy goodness. <laughs> a trench of swampy goodness. That might be. I have to write that down. That's that's a, that's on my secondary scale now. Like it goes from a hub of what to trench of swampy goodness. <laughs> that's the next yeah. level. Uh, or but you yeah. also said a me, a butterscotch mess. I like that. So yeah. Um, oh man. When you used to write some um, what do you call it uh, spreadsheets on our episodes. Didn't you uh-huh. have like a section where you're just and notable mentions, you know? It was a yeah, it was like possible t-shirt slogans as well. Yeah. <laughs> Trench that... swampy goodness. I <laughs> see, I think we so. need to we need to get back to Buffalo Trace with this episode and be like, listen, I think we got a new tagline for your EHT here. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the barrel proofs. Hear me out. Okay. A give me, give me the give me the line for your marketing. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Give me your marketing oh, department. Fire them all right now. <laughs> uh, so, oh, so a big thank you to Jason Preston. Thanks for yeah. sending us this one. Uh, we're, I mean, I hope you're you're honored that this uh, pour is uh, worthy of our hundredth episode, which it truly is. So, thank yeah. you. Um, all right. I guess I guess it's time for the other segment. What segment is that, Robbie? <laughs> Whiskey World News. <laughs> All right, folks, it's time for Whiskey World News where we read and read an article. See, I'm already slurring a little bit here. Oh, man, that was so good. <laughs> it's 130 proof, goodness. baby. Yeah, it was so good. All right, I'm so going to start we, pouring the rest of mine. Oh, you need to. It's so good. Um, so this is where we read an article. Uh, we don't want to take any credit for having written it or anything. It's not our intellectual proprietary ownership sort of a thing. But anyway, here we go. It's from Food and Wine. It's written by Mike Pomerantz. And going with our 100th episode uh, theme, here's an article with 100 in it. So it's titled, 100-year-old says, Two cherries in my Manhattans is a secret to a long life. And that right there is pretty much the whole article, but we'll read it anyway. So... <laughs> In 2017, there were 86,248 Americans over the age of 100, according to the most recent data from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. That number is small enough that many of these centenarians were likely featured in local news stories and, of course, given the mandatory inquiry, what is the secret to a long life? And yet the number is also large enough to offer plenty of opportunities for attention-grabbing answers. For all the boring responses like eating healthy, that must land on the newsroom floor, All it takes is one guy who says high-stakes golf bets to make international headlines. As a result, despite what any doctor would likely recommend, the secret to living past 100 we typically see are things like Hershey's chocolate, champagne, whiskey, beer and potato chips, and a daily Guinness. After 100 years on Earth, what these people have really learned is how to give the public what they want. Speaking of which, on Saturday, Ralph Windorf of Albuquerque nailed the secret to a long-life question when when interviewed for his 100th birthday. I put two cherries in my Manhattans, he told local KRQE News 13 reporter, with a chuckle while donning a black World War II veteran's cap. Cheers to that. And I'll stop there, but cheers to that for sure. So, Cole, speaking of the secret to a long life, what's been your secret to a long tenureship here at Chill Filtered, by which the longest tenureship of any host on Chill Filtered? What is your secret? 
Um, I think my secret is just realizing that um, after this long, it is super fun. And, and it's even more fun when people are willing to share it with us. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, if, if I kept having, like, not that I, not that I'm against buying my own whiskey at this point. Uh, we actually, Robbie and I still buy whiskey to bring on the show. Um, but when people send us whiskey to, to try on the podcast, that just keeps my flame going. Is that is that a weird double entendre right there? I don't think. No. I don't okay, think cool. so. Sometimes I question but you everything. You just these made days. it one. Yeah, exactly. The I just keep this flame Costco going, like, Robbie. You, you have my flame going, honey. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I think like if we didn't have people hitting us up on Instagram, if we didn't have people uh, hitting us up just by the messages or by our email or on Patreon. I might have given up by now, but they're like in my mind, I think, why would I give up? This is so much fun, and people are in it with us. Like, I think of, like, I'm not even going to name names at this point because I know I'll leave someone out, but I think of all of our great listeners who hit us up and just say, You guys are doing great things. Like, keep it up. I'd be so sad if you guys um, stopped producing episodes. Um, So, I think that's my secret is not even what I do. It's what other people are doing. And I think I'll just keep up what I'm doing and, and kind of add to it. Um, but I think that's what, you know, keeps our listeners coming for more. And then they, they keep me going. Uh, and I know you feel similar about that, but uh, I, I also love this article because that's like, the guy's like, it's just cherry on top, you know, like it's, uh. it's like going a little extra <laughs> Um, yeah, and I feel like uh, I want to like if people ask me that if I turn a hundred years old, I'm gonna give an answer like that. Like it's two cherries in my Manhattan. Yeah. It's not just one. It's not that the fact that I drink a Manhattan every day. It's the fact that I treat myself. I love that. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you? Cool. Uh, what kept, what's kept me going? Well, I tell you, you know, I think. Uh, Similarly, you know, like I like I said earlier, it's like hanging out with some buddies every week. So I hope people feel the same way. Like, you know, I I'm not as active with the Instagram and talking to people like instead of as Cole is, but I lo- I like rest assured, I'm uh, lurking in the background, always reading through all the conversations. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, <laughs> it's fun, you know. I just think, you know, more than that, like it's like every week I am gonna drink a good whiskey. Yeah. You know, I've yet to have a bad whiskey on here. I think we need, do need to do that. We need to be like, we're purposely going to have a bad whiskey. Like, there's only a few I can think of that I'm like, I don't want to drink. So, maybe mm-hmm. that might be, that'd be a good episode, but anyway. Yeah, we got to do a fireball episode eventually and prove why <laughs> we, it's we'll, not a whiskey. We'll get to our gimmick whiskeys at some point. But yeah. We're we're starting to run long on time here, Cole. This whiskey's making us uh, some chatterboxes. So, let's move on huh, to our third segment. <laughs> what wow. whiskey would you choose? And Cool. I hate to bring you down here, but I you destroyed me. Yeah, eighty-six to fourteen percent. Special occasion buying gifts for people you supervise uh, at work. I chose rare breed wild turkey. You chose Crown Royal Northern Harvest Rye, and I killed you on that. So, yeah. uh, But I will say though, it's you know, 
I I pulled the cold trick where I did the uh, the expensive, expensive one. one and uh-huh. it, it paid off for me this time. But a uh, couple good write-ins. Joel and Emma and I said uh, Ben Riach. How do you say that? Ben Reich, I think. Ben Reich, uh, 10 is one of his go-tos. It's something that not too many people have had as well, which I like that. You know, you kind of want to get something that maybe people, you know, haven't tried. Uh, Aklu Carey said Balvenie Doublewood, which I am fully on board for. That's a little more expensive, too. And I'm like, if someone gave me that, I'd be like, you're the best boss yeah. ever. So, like, yeah, seriously. Uh, and B underscore side said, new riff, maybe Maker's Mark. And if I got new riff, I'd be super excited. Maker's Mark, I think, yeah. is a solid pick as well. Because I'm like, you know what? Like, it's good. Like, Maker's Mark is decent. It's a decent whiskey to have. You can mix it. You can sip it. You're all right. You're good yeah. to go there. So, And yeah. one other thing. Bryce, that's B-side. Uh, Bryce sent us um, new riff bourbon. So we got to yes. do that in the future. Yes, I'm super excited for that. So that'll be good. All right, so this week's What Whiskey Would You Choose? Uh, like I mentioned before, it's it was kind of a rainier day. Cole was mentioning that this is, we you know, our uh, episode today, we drank some EHC that really warmed you up. Uh, question, it's a rainy day, a little bit dreary outside, but you want to be a little bit cheery on the inside. What whiskey are you going to choose? So what do you, what's your go-to rainy day, cozying up kind of whiskey? You got any idea there, Cole? I do. First thing that comes to mind, and I've actually I've done this before on a rainy day. It's very rarely rainy in Phoenix, uh, but when it is, it can pour. Uh, and I remember sometime last year, when I think of like a rainy day, I think of Isla Scotch, and I've I think I've given this answer before on the what whiskey would you choose realm, uh, and I won. Not one, uh, and I got the support of uh, Miles Ferguson, one of our Patreon supporters, and uh, his favorite scotch, I believe, or his favorite reasonably attainable scotch is Ardbeg Corvrecken, which is named after the whirlpool off the coast of um, the Western Isles of, of Scotland. And uh, and I think that bottle is sweet enough to get you through the, the cold, but also warm enough and smoky enough to make you feel like you're being warmed by a nice warm fire. So uh, I'm going to okay. go happily with Ardbeg Corvrecken. We're, we're in the same direction here, buddy, because nice. I was going to go with Lafroy 10. Uh, mm. Moderately priced, delicious. Uh, some of that smokiness um, that you want to kind of warm yourself with. Yeah. Uh, so that's where I was going to go. So, yeah, I think that's a good one. We'll see where that goes. Lafroy 10 I- is like, go ahead. No, you go ahead. So Lafroy 10 is like smoky for the sake of smoky, which is good sometimes. Um, and it's and so the I would say one of the biggest differences between my pick and your pick is that mine's a little sweeter, um, and yours is like punch to the face. Like they're both they're both peaty for sure. Um, yeah, so I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, right. A nice winter, a nice uh, rainy day whiskey. Pull out the Isla Scotch. Spring showers bring Mayflowers. And Isla. But what do Mayflowers bring? Ooh, smoke. Isla Scotch and Pilgrims. Yes. Ooh, good good answer. (laughs) Uh, Cole, what are you thinking about drinking for next week? I'm thinking going, uh, what was it? Did I I send you the uh, Jack Daniels Sour Mash? 
You did, yeah. Yeah, it's about time we do a, a cheaper uh, bottle. Yeah, I think we're going kind of something a little, a little lower tiered there. That's what I was thinking of. What are you thinking about putting up? Um, I want to match that in a way. Do we have any other like less than $30 bottles on the well, um, docket? Uh, we have that Tullamore Dew um, cider cask. Uh, okay. What else? And then... Oh, gosh. I don't know off the top of my head here. No, that's all good. Let me let me look real quick uh, at my list. I might ruin it. Um, let's see, whiskeys, whiskeys. Uh, you ever seen Hot Rod? <laughs> A billion times. The safe word is whiskey. <laughs> Surprised that hasn't come up more. Uh, we it's do also have at least Old twice. Forester. This is twice now. Okay. Cool. Oh yeah, we have the Old, Old Forester eighty six statesman. We have the statesman. No, too. did I ever send you the uh, Old Forester eighty six proof? I think so. I'd have to double check. I feel like we should go between those two because they're both notable brands, um, and both pretty cheap options. Uh, okay. I want to say Old Forester eighty six proof is like less than twenty five easily. Okay. Uh, so let's go cheap side. First episode of this new one hundred episodes up to two hundred. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll do it on that. Um, are you okay with that? Yeah. Start on the bottom shelf, work our way to the top. Yeah. Yeah. We do <laughs> have some, <laughs> some on the docket that are, you know, we still have stag 2019 on the docket and, uh, some other, you know, really great pours. So I'm looking forward to it. And listeners, yeah. we will one day run out of whiskey. So if you want to send <laughs> us, uh, through, the courier and and hit us up if you want to figure out how the courier works. Uh, if you want to send us stuff that that we haven't tried yet on the podcast, but but want to try, uh, or or that you want us to try, uh, man, I I'm on my last two ounces of this little little pour, so I'm getting there myself. Um, but listeners, like that's that's the world to us. Like we will shout yeah. your name out to the heavens. We will um, share it with Ret- you. We'll drink yeah. alongside you. So uh, hit us Cole's up pretty, on Instagram. Cole's pretty good about sending good stuff back, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the which, uh, Caleb Olson. come back empty-handed. Yeah. And Caleb Olson, you're, um, you haven't been forgotten, just so you know. Um, so, yeah, that's one way. And that's one way to just support us. If you don't want to hit us up on Patreon, maybe there's other ways you could support us. So, And maybe if you don't want to courier us whiskey, maybe you could hit us up on Patreon, um, which is actually, what's his name? Uh, Miles Ferguson. He's like, I don't know about uh, sending whiskey by courier, but I do know about Patreon. And there's other people like, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what's, oh, Joel Bradbury. I always think of him as Joel and M or whatever his last name was, or his last Joel and uh, M09. Yeah. Um, Joel Bradbury. He's like, hey, I can't support you on Patreon, but I will support you by whiskey, which is still in the works. We're figuring that one out. Um, but we just love our supporters. Um, and I yeah. think we're we're get, going a little long on time now. Um, <laughs> you rambled there a little bit. Cool. Yeah. But um <laughs> listeners, I, I wanna actually I do wanna spend this last moment thanking you because if it weren't for you, we would be done f- a long time ago, a lot of episodes ago. Um 
So thank you, everyone. Thank you to our Patreon supporters. Thank you for our non-Patreon supporters. Thank you for that person that's listening for their first time today. You know who you are. Um, and 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 we're going to keep going. So uh, please stay tuned. Keep, in, keep us on your uh, subscribe list on your podcast. But thank you so much for listening. Robbie? Yes, cool. Do you like me undies? <laughs> I love me undies. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Do you have anything you wanted to say? <laughs> no. No, man. I just want to say it's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm just glad I get to be a part of it. So uh, hopefully you all feel a part of it too. And uh, looking yeah. forward to the next 100 episodes. And my dogs are going nuts now. So. No, it's all good. Say hi to Opie I hope that, and Moose. I will. I mean, I hope they calm down here, Cole. I hope uh, they just know what great dogs they are, what good boys they are. But most of all, listeners and dogs of Robbie, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. Mm-hmm.